All right. I'm going to try to move my forward into the 18-yard box. Nice! 16! Okay. You've successfully made it into the box. Mm -hmm. But wait. Luis Suarez is there. Roll me perception. 15. He's coming for you and he's going to bite. I cast Nutmeg. Ah, a one. Critical failure. Oh no, a crit. He bites your arm off. There's blood everywhere. Your other players are paralyzed in fear. A rift opens to the other world. The orcs wait, are coming. Wait, 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 wait. The orcs are here. Wait, orcs? What the fuck is going on? Well, you said Pino, Ramirez, and Lance Lang were on the same team. So I thought we were going for fantasy, okay? Coming to you from the Twin Cities, this is Toughcast. Bonjour, madame et monsieur. Welcome to Toughcast. I am Notch. I am Jeff. How are you doing today, Jeff? Not too bad. Not bad at all. Holding some whiskey yet again, and uh, it doesn't get better than that. I'm back to drinking Macallan. Oh, okay. We've had a couple weeks of 312 or water for you, so it's good to see that. <laughs> hey, it's the land of sky blue waters, man. Hams, hams is good stuff. I like hams. Hams is good stuff. Hams is hams is always good stuff. But it's not McCallum. I will tell you that much. By the way, you know I did something really fun on Saturday. Okay, what's that? I played a cop procedural rule pen and paper role playing game. Okay, so like a D and D for the police. Not just the police. Not like, like for like, the police, but as the police. Like lethal weapon and law and order D and D. Like I'm a hundred percent serious about this. So I got to actually be my favorite law and order character. Who was that, by the way? We I was I was that. Jerry Orbach. Hey, there you go. My character kept grade. being like, I, I, this is my last week on the force, and like giving <laughs> uh, like all the young cops like the um life lessons and tell them when I was your age and then then the chief of police was this like loose cannon who kept wanting to like chastise the other guys and my guy was like no Martin don't do that remember when we were rookies and I stood up and took a bullet for you <laughs> dude it was so much fun it was really fun and designed by Dark Cloud too oh nice Brad Sear hey shout out to Brad yeah 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 by the way are you gonna watch Star Wars this week ah uh, maybe not this week but next if I don't yeah what I don't know man I mean uh, this the last midnight premiere I went to was The Dark Knight Rises, and I wasn't, like, in Colorado, but walking out of the theater, is like, oh, this was such a cool movie, very blown up proportionally, and then I looked at my phone, I was like, oh, shit, and so I haven't gone to one since. Damn, I thought you were gonna be like, man, the last the last show I went to, there was popcorn everywhere, people were loud, and you're like, no, there was a shooting near and me. And I just, I've been so, like, wary of them, and there's, not necessarily because of that, but it's like... Man, that was a, that was a downer, dude. Yeah, let's uh, you know, let's let's continue the downer train by saying that we're gonna be off for a week. That's true. This will make our listeners very sad. We are gonna take the week before Christmas off. How and, dare we? Pardon me. How dare we? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, Time. no. How dare? How dare we? Yes, I'm gonna go off with my girlfriend to Chicago. It's hey, gonna she's be back. awful. Nice. It's gonna be back for a little while. It's gonna be great. We are we are gonna be off the air. The another thing that's gonna happen while we're off the air is that we're gonna switch iTunes feeds. That means that if you're subscribed to our iTunes feed, for the moment, keep it. There's going to be a file that gets pushed out that tells you to subscribe to a new feed. In the description of, of that file, there will be a link. We'll also send out a link on Twitter, on all of our, basically, media platforms. So mm-hmm. keep an eye out for a new iTunes feed to subscribe to in late December for our next episode. Mm-hmm. It's still got to get approved, though, so I don't have the link just yet. Sure. 
But let's let's move on to NASL news, man. Well, decent amount happened in the last like six days. Yeah, and as uh, Will Smith once said, "Welcome to Miami." Exactly, they have kits. They have kits. Oh my god, they're dressed. They wear jerseys. They do that. What it's do you think? Interesting. Do? Um, the first picture I had seen was just of the teal and orange one, and it was very reminiscent from from the angle and the lighting I saw of late nineteen nineties MLS. Which isn't a good thing, but then I was able to see like all three next to each other and players in them, and they looked much better. I thought they were gonna come out with like neon colored t-shirts with white blazers, mm-hmm. you know, like the the guy from Miami Vice. Yeah, I was hoping for very similarly, kind of like an '80s retiree salmon and turquoise palette. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the world of soccer jerseys hasn't yet seen a performance blazer. I think I think it could be successful. There's time. There's I certainly like, time. I like the kids, though. I really do. I, I think yeah. they are innovative. There's nothing like them in the NASL right now. The, the colors are kind of cool. The Macron design jerseys that don't kind of look like anything else. I like the detailing on the on the um, the collar and the cuffs and everything. Well, I, I think it's nice. Well, they're the fourth team in Florida, and I mean, at least Lauderdale and Tampa have some pretty unique stripes and color schemes and everything. So they're going to fit right into that state. Nice, interesting little <laughs> southeastern cult if you throw in Atlanta, and we hope they're back. I do. I do. I actually do. I think the Silverbacks are pretty cool. But uh, they also have players. Miami does. Oh, my God. They, they do. have players. They have kids. They have three of them. They have a team. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah they do. Well, they're getting there. I mean, because first we knew about the open tryouts, and then they announced three notable player signings in the same night. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Wilson Palacios, former EPL. So he last played for Stoke City, and now he's going to be in NASL. That's pretty damn cool in my book. You also got a Jaime Chavez, who scored, I think, 16 goals last season for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He's been with them for a couple of years. He's been with uh, Cal FC, playing for Eric Winalda, you know, the team that made yeah, that fairy tale yeah, yeah. one run in the Open Cup. So Winalda brought him with him to the Silverbacks, and now he's moving on to getting coached by Alessandro Nesta. Just imagine, like, a guy playing in, I think, Cal FC was in the PDL. Was yeah, it? yeah, it was and down there. Three years later, he's now under... He's playing for a team owned by the, arguably the greatest defender of all time, being coached by that guy's equally talented defensive partner. It's a pretty good setup, man. I think that's that's a hell of a story. I mean, and then a hell of a career track for him. So, uh, good for him. Worked his ass off. And then the third one is Dane Richards who was formerly of the New York Red Bulls and was loaned out last year, I believe. Whenever I heard Dame Richards, I always want to be like Dame Richards, like Dame Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench, Dame Helen Mirren, Dame, exactly. Dame Richards. He's just a fox. That's what it is. Oh, absolutely. A yeah, total yeah. fox. He's fast, though. He's fast. I think he could do some good stuff. All these signings, by the way, to me, imply that they're not going to just sit back and defend, which, I mean, that's a total bogus stereotype, but Nesta was a defender. Well, sure. I mean, have you heard many defensive signings for them yet, though? You haven't heard any. I'll be very, yeah, Brad Rusin is the uh, Brad like, Rusin is their defender. Right. He's their he's their one line of defense. <laughs> so, so, so they'll play the San Antonio Scorpions next year, and Billy Forbes, a one man team, will go up against these four guys. It, they they haven't officially announced Rusin yet, though. That's going to be a very fascinating game. That would be a great game. That would be the one. most dystopian kind of game you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure like there are a bunch of like USL and MLS fans who would love seeing that. Anyway, okay. uh, before we get too jingoistic, let's move to <laughs> Eddie's leaving on a jet plane. I messed up John Denver there completely, man. You did. I have no musical tendencies. That's too bad. I mean, it's why you stick to talking when you have a microphone in front of you instead of singing. I rap both Link, Limp Biscuit and Linkin Park at karaoke, and that is entirely true. That is not a lie. That's not rap. Linkin Park isn't rap. 
I didn't say I rap rap. I said I rap Linkin Park and Limp Bizkit. All right. I was very precise with my language, yeah. sir. As you should be. I am. Fair yeah, enough. I no, no, okay, you're right, you're right. Shame on me. But, yes, the Eddies are leaving on a jet plane. They're off to Scotland. For 13 days? I think it was something like that. 13, 14, something like that, yeah. Lucky number 13. They're going to train at in Sterling mm-hmm. at a local field, and they're going to play four different clubs. They're going to play Patrick Thistle. Patrick Starr. Exactly. Has to be. They're going to play uh, Queen's Park FC. Uh, Which is not Queen Park's Rangers. No. Which at first when I saw it, I was like, what are they doing in Scotland middle of season? That made no sense to me, but okay. I I hear they were started by some, like, Chinese billionaire who wanted to, like, get the same brand. It's just slightly different. They cut the R out, so it's just QRFC. Sure. Well, anyway, moving on. They're also going to play the Newcastle United's under-21 side. And finally, they're going to play a team, and this is 100% true, called Air Dry. I love it. That's going to be great. I mean, they're going to save a bunch on laundry for their kits. I mean, they just lay them out on the field before the game. And then... I, I hear their uh, sponsor's exhilarator. Ah, I hope so. The, the the hand dryers that don't dry your hands. You don't like exhilarators? Are, now, are those the ones where you dip your hands in and out? No, no, no. no. Like That's basic... the Dyson. That's See, the Dyson like Airblade. Those are great. Uh, the, the accelerator is the one which has the like little the spout little nozzle. and yeah, it's just like those. <sighs> those don't do, those don't work. What is wrong with you? First you hate Law and Order, now you hate the accelerator. I said, never said I hate Law and Order. Why are you such a bad person? Jeff? I am. An, I'm a terrible person. I actually I ate an apple right before this, which is the sign of evil. Is it? If you see someone in a movie or TV show eating an apple, they're the bad guy. Oh, take note. Interesting. Yeah. Is that like being? Is that just a piece of cultural context I don't have because I didn't read the Bible? It's like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes okay we'll good. go with yes speaking of biblical horrors uh tampa bay signed the teen wolf the wolf man the werewolf Aroo! yeah it sounded like it might not happen that was a fun week watching tampa twitter just go riotous yeah they were worried the decision is he coming did northern pitch lie oh my god and lebron didn't go back to florida to host that which was a shame yeah you know? yeah I, I was upset that they got like uh, coach from like the Bulls right. golden years to host it. It's like the second string of celebrity hosts right. for the and decision. Like, Great, we got Tony Kukoc, but in all seriousness, what do you think about this? Heineman to Tampa. It's gonna happen. He's gonna get service from uh, Freddie Adu. Yep, Georgie Ristoff. Um, sure. Yeah, could be successful. It right? could be if very. They su- have the form, right? And with his playing style, it's either gonna be like it just depends on the year. I mean, he's definitely got people who could get him assists, which would be great. You know, and uh, get the ball into him in the box. The problem is he's going to have days where shooting boots are missing and he's going to go high and wide for about 10 different shots in a game. He's going to have hat tricks and he's going to have everything in between. So, yeah, probably a better fit than what Ottawa's starting to look like. I think that there's going to be a different direction um, with the coaching change and everything. So, and some of the player news that were announced that we'll get to in a little bit, so. Yeah, I think overall, you can't say this is anything but a positive signing. How positive depends on what he's being paid, whether uh, yeah. the number that was thrown out is correct, and depends on what happens. So, I agree. Let's move on, actually, speaking of Ottawa, to what they actually did this week. They decided to keep some players. They decided to get angry and leave some behind. They did, which is rare for Canadians to get angry. It's true. I think that they... Do you think they sent, like, a fruit basket? Or, like, they a muffin basket? They did. They were like... So we're letting you go, eh? Uh, here's a fruit basket and a all-expenses-paid trip to a Edmonton Oilers game. <laughs> Maybe the Ottawa Senators keep the city alive. True. True. Which I think but I, I hear the, the Senators, NHL like, team, right? 
Do, do they play out of town or was it the, one of the two? I heard the Oilers, the Senators, one of them. I was talking to the Canadian guys at the NASL supporters summit. The hockey team like plays way out of town, which I was surprised to hear. Weird. So kind of like Oklahoma City. Exactly. Ooh, 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 topical ooh. reference. Hey, that's, yeah, yeah. cheers to you. Cheers to you. Nope, there's three categories here. So there's dudes who are already under contract, and that's uh, Romal Pazer, uh, Mason Trafford, Colin Falvey, Ryan Richter, Richie Ryan, who's the club captain. Um, they mm-hmm. were back already. That's that's not news. They also exercised some contract options, or Marcel DeBellis, the best-named goalkeeper in the whole NASL. Rafael Alves, Carl Howard, Paolo Jr., all good players from last year. They also re-signed Brandon Paltonieri. So, not controversial moves in my book. No. All of these are pretty, like, duh. Especially Rafael Alves, you know, to bring him back. He had a fantastic year last year, and that defense was so stout last year. I mean, like, historically good, and so you want to keep as much of that as you can. 100%. 100%. True. They did leave behind a few guys who weren't angry enough for the Fury. Not furious enough. Which is ironic. Not even fast because, enough. They didn't uh, have all these blinged out cars. The, the the Teen Wolf was not furious enough. True. Well, they might have tried to get him. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I haven't heard. Actually. So, so who did they lose, dude? Uh, Drew Becky, Andrew Wiedemann, which was a little bit of a surprise to me because uh, for a while, Wiedemann and Heinemann were your six-syllable death squad. <laughs> um, along with Ubi Parapovich to make it 11 between three guys and win every Scrabble game that you'd play. <laughs> They really did well. But no, he's gone too. Um, Oliver's gone. Nikki Patterson, Ali Alberto Hassan, and uh, Uger Albayrek. I'm surprised about Ali Hassan, actually. Because he wasn't bad. When you looked at the efficiency charts from minutes played to goals scored, he was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a guy who maybe doesn't start, but he's a good he's a good sub for sure. Maybe like a team that needs uh, attacking options that... Like Indy, for example. Sure, maybe they can they can they can bring him on. I mean, he could have been a starter this last year. He's only twenty six, turns twenty seven in May, and if yeah. you're losing Wiedemann and Heinemann, that's an opening, right? So, so it kind of surprises I, me. It, it really does, and I, I think I mean he he's one of those guys. I think like John Smiths, who I would expect to have a high profile uh, in the in the transfer market. But we'll see. Maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. Also, Jeremy Gagnon, Lapareil. His loan has expired and he's off to not making an impact in Montreal. Hey. hey. All right. So we're going to take a quick break with that. We're also going to come back and share with you which NESL players we think correspond to Star Wars characters. Should be exciting. <laughs> We'll be right back. And we're back to Tough Cost. I'm Nash, he's Jeff. Jeff, have you seen those signs on the road that say, like, speeding is a bot to the dark side or something like that? No, but I saw your tweet about it this morning. By the way, it's interesting. I didn't follow your personal Twitter account until, like, this week. Shit. And Get I out. don't think you follow mine. Just insult after insult. No, I follow yours. I don't think you do. I, I think don't... you do with Toughcast, but I don't think you do as uh, you. Oh. Which is fine. It just This is a nice way to plug that if you want to get our personal thoughts on soccer Man, news. you're just with all the segues, dude. You're just going to just... roll in on one next week. It's true. <laughs> I'm at Lockstock Spock. He is at? At Jeff Reuter. J-E-F-F-R-U-E-T-E-R. 
Yep. So follow us. I was going to talk though. There were these signs on the on highways in the like the, the places where they announce accidents and stuff, saying speeding is a part of ducks or something like pithy like that. And I saw like seven photographs of this stuff on Reddit, which makes me think like, man, if you see one of those signs, watch out. You're gonna get hit by a car. Some idiot holding it won't a cell phone will be a ship. That, like you're just gonna <laughs> get like warp speed, and you're just gonna get like taken out by a pod racer, maybe. True. It's that Very easy. True. Yeah. So so let's talk about Star Wars. Actually, are you gonna go this week? Yeah, I got you opening are night tickets, dude. You do? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where yeah. at? Uh, Rosedale. There you go. So um, yeah, it'll be fun. But speaking of Star Wars, let's let's talk about characters. I was trying to think today. I was at the gym and I was like letting my mind wander Humble while Greg. I was in pain. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I worked out, bro. So much muscle. Yes. I make exercises. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, stressing. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> point being, I was thinking about what characters each NASL player would be. Or the other way around. Which, which NASL players would be which characters in Star Wars? And I, I came up with one good one. Which is Luke Skywalker would be Christian Ramirez. Why is that? The young guy who comes in. You don't expect anything from him. And he saves the whole freaking galaxy, man. Sure. So then would that make Pablo Campos Obi-Wan Kenobi? The like experienced veteran who like passes away early in the movie. Letting the young guy come in. But at an opportune moment he comes back. Mm-hmm. To help out and influence. Uh, yeah, all throughout. And then kind of imparts everything that he knows. And is kind of the guy that you look at as the guiding star, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought Marco Senna was Qui-Gon Jinn. Okay. Because he's like really experienced. He's, you know, kind of the hero. But then midway through the movie, he just kind of gets hurt. Sure. And he comes back in the final scene of the sixth movie, kind of spliced in, kind of jammed in there. Yeah, and the special cut. Yeah, that was... Because he's important enough to have a tribute in the storyline now. Oh, of course. And so then if you're looking at someone who's kind of young, brash, you know, he's a good player, uh, a good guy, but he's going to go bad pretty fast. It's going to be all Hassan Keita. Yeah, that kick to the Sammy Najok's head, that yeah. was totally something Vader would do. Oh, totally is. That's like the slaying the youngling scene. For Anakin, when you just know. <laughs> and that's it. There's no coming back from that. By the way, Han Solo, Raul. No. Why not? No. <laughs> he is super cool. He's like in the like cantina, like in, in the backwaters. And he's still a hero at the end. Like he makes it big. He goes out on a high with the championship. With the evil empire. <laughs> Man, I okay. Sure, I can't think of a better Han Solo, so I, I can't argue that. But you know who would be Chewbacca? Tom Adaman. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Boba Fett, Omar Cummings. Ooh. Like, he's super cool. He's awesome. You're like, whoa, my God, Boba Fett. What a cool guy. And then he just dies in a lame way and nothing happens. And yeah. that's dramatic. I hate the way they took Boba Fett out of the movies. Man. Oh, that was total bullshit. Yeah. Like, just here, throw him to a Venus flytrap. Bye. Exactly. Just awful. No, just miserable. Um, let's see. Princess Leia, who has the Force, and we don't learn it until later, right? And is going to be teaming up with Luke then. And if we decided that Luke is Christian Ramirez, that makes Leia Stefano Pino. Exactly. Yeah. Who's think- also, then actually, this works really well because Leia is like a sex symbol, and um, <laughs> Pino is like the hottest player in NASL after this last year with winning the Golden Boot. Really? Oh, he, he's probably... I mean, I would guess that there are at least five teams that are recording him in free agency. Oh, that way attractive. I thought you were going to be, like, actually attractive. 
I don't know. I guess I haven't even really like looked at a picture of the dude's face, but no, I mean he is like the the, the hottest ticket I, in the league right now. I was gonna say there's this guy on the Tampa Bay Rowdies, and I don't know him. He's he had the undercut last year, mm-hmm. and the man is hot, dude. I was okay. gonna be like that guy, but I forget who it is. It's like um, I forget. Anyway, we we can do our like handsomest NESL player ratings another time. Maybe that'll be the end of the year podcast. We'll just do random awards exactly for players across the league. Great, best Wolfman. Tom Heineman. Tom Heineman still, just like yep. Chewbacca. Uncle Owen is Cleberson. <laughs> the Emperor is Richie Ryan, captain mm-hmm. of uh, Ottawa Fury, because he gets angry and unlimited power. I could see Richie Ryan doing that on the field. He yeah. Studs up tackles and electricity coming up his cleats. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Um, R2-D2 would be PC. Of course. Uh, Total Robot gets the job done, doesn't get recognition. Exactly. That that is PC for you. Okay. C3PO is Steve Shipalani. Uh, you know the Steve Shipalani rolls up off the tongue just as good as C3PO. He's kind of a little awkward at times, but he gets the job done again. Amazing guy. Okay, I could see that. Count Dooku. So let's see. Good beard. First off. Uh-huh. Um, yep. Um, seems, seems really badass. Oh my gosh! Introduced in probably like the most badass way aside from Darth Maul of. Any villain, really. Uh-huh. You think he's like, gonna make the difference, and then it turns out he's nothing. He's just a pawn. Story. Yeah, he's just kind of necessary evil, so that's... And he's gone. So that's Johnny Steele. Exactamaw. Hey, okay. Lando Calrissian is Lance Lang. The guy is super cool. Everyone likes him. He's really fast, drives a ship, owns a, like the entire team is like his domain. And you can't tell if he's on the good side or the bad side, because he is with Edmonton for a while, and now he's in Minnesota. There you go. Maybe. We are Probably. nothing if not just a little bit homers. Yeah, a little bit. Padme is Christian Neeked. <laughs> he he's let down by by a few critical bad decisions uh, in the end, and he chooses to leave. Uh, and everyone still likes him after he's left, but he he's gone, mm-hmm. and it's very sad. Sure. Well, let's 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 stay sad and let's talk about Jar Jar Binks. Freddie Adu. Has to be Freddie Adu. Jar Jar Binks <laughs> is marketing fodder. Freddie Adu sells vacuums. Um, Jar Jar Binks was a way to pander towards children, and Freddie Adu was signed when he was 14. And, and, if if the, the fan theory is all correct, he's the real hero and bad guy all along. He he's really awesome. Is. Yeah, those are fantastic theories. And nobody believes it, but that's, that's the truth. That's Freddie Adu. It's Freddie Adu, dude. It has to be. Exactly. It has to be. Me, oh, by the way, that makes Pele the, like, uh, the the guy who's in charge of the Jar Jar Binks species. Oh, Bossnas? No, what's his name? What's his name? The guy who like is just a giant frog and laughs, <laughs> the entire first movie. Who is that? I forgot. Uh, I'll name. look it up in a little bit and I'll, I'll get back to you in just. And a uh, Mace Windu, Sinisa Obi Parapovich. The name, both the names are super awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, Mace Windu's kind of like a love him or hate him character who's got an attitude and. He freaking tries, and he almost gets there. Yeah, just like Sinisa Obi Parapovich, he's got an attitude, hey, but he, and he yes, almost like took the Fury to an NASL championship, but not quite. Didn't defeat. Not the quite. Emperor. Yep, not quite. So like Mace, I can see that because he was very close. He was like actually face to face with the Emperor, who ironically, I guess, in this is his own teammate, but whatever. And uh, hey, this this is nobody's gonna film a movie out of this. Hey, NASL, if you have the budget to film a movie we'll, with this, this is a we'll great idea. It. We will sign over the rights mm-hmm. to you for a generous amount of money. Anyway, uh, I mean, yeah. Ted. Exactly. So, uh, by the way, finally, Jabba the Hutt is Eric Hasley and his cheeseburgers. 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to the stuff that our one remaining listener wants to hear, which is the rest of the week's NASL news. Sure. And he put a ring on it, man. Yeah, Brad Ring. Yeah, he's back. He resigned. He's from Rockford. Do you know that? Oh, I the did second not know that. Last, the second largest city in Illinois. Okay, well then, that's about as close as you'll get to Illinois. So I, I lived 30 minutes from Rockford for college. Yep. More like 20, actually. And there was a restaurant there called Thai Hut. And I, I swear, I'm, I must have known like at least 10 guys who took all, all of their first dates to Thai Hut, this Thai restaurant in Rockford. Now, I did it too. Now, how many of them ended up getting hitched? That's an oh, interesting fact. Fair enough. Really? Fair number okay. of us. Here's the thing about Thai Hut. When it was 20 huh. minutes away, it was off campus out of our little small town. So it was like cool and hip and ethnic, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, when you're a college student at a tiny little college in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Was kind of like, whoa, that's awesome. Like, let's do this. It's not, It made you look cooler than you were. It's like 20 the Black minutes. Sea on Snelling. Have you ever been to Black Sea? Mediterranean. Yeah, 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 Really yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, and nobody yeah. really knows about it. Yep. Exactly. Yep, but Hamlin students go there all the time. Yep. Pretty much. And 20 minutes is the exact amount of time in a car before it becomes awkward. And you mm. get to the restaurant where you need to go. Because you can talk about classes in that time. You can talk about whatever movie you just saw, bands yeah. you're listening to. And then you have to start talking about, like, I don't know, feelings. And no one wants to do that. Exactly. I like exactly. that. First date, you can't, you can't let that happen. So anyway, Rockford Alive. Brad Ring probably went to Thai Hut. Okay. Probably did. Thai Hut also sounds like it'd be like if Pizza Hut started selling ties. <laughs> I could see it. Just like, you know, here's your cheese tie. Here's your sausage tie. Here you go. Stuffed ties. <laughs> Pad tie. Pad tie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's news out of the Ottawa Fury Academy. A Serbian named Darko Busser is taking it over and the world. Serbian, yet yeah, Six languages. He yeah, speaks he's... six languages. Does he speak Canadian, though? That's my question. Eh, probably not. Does anyone? Uh, good question. Actually, it's interesting. He doesn't speak French. Really? Neither here nor there. But I mean, the six that are listed, I think that I saw were English, Serbian, Slovenian, Macedonian, which is not a real language. I am sure. Th- no, right. Why are you pissing off our listeners? In Macedonia? There's probably a Macedonian listening. I hope so. I apologize. I just, I figured You that... are very insensitive. Do you know that? Yes. You're like insulting my life. You're insulting Detroit. You're insulting Macedonia. I, it all started with Detroit. Right. You're just a loose cannon, man. It all started. You know, Kyle Eliason offered to replace you on the podcast today. He really? tweeted at me. He's like, if you need someone on the show who likes Law & Order on air, I'll come and like replace uh, Jeff. And I was like, no. Jake is a great, great partner to have on the podcast. Well, I appreciate that you stood up for Joe. I exactly. Joe's a great... No, I just thought... I mean, Macedonia's right by Greece. I thought they'd speak Greek. Oh, my God. Oh, who okay. knew? And the last one is Russian. Yeah, I think I think I said Italian before you hated on me again. I did, I did. Mm-hmm. He uh, replaces Darko replaces Philip dos Santos as the academy head. By the way, Philip dos Santos looks exactly like if you took Mark dos Santos, held his chin and held his forehead and just pulled kind of like Wiley e. Coyote in Looney Tunes, ah, and yeah, his face okay. just like became longer. Uh, that that's what Philip dos Santos looks like. And Interesting. He's off somewhere, Kansas City maybe. Best rumor of the week, dude! Oh my god. <laughs> Evan Ream, who does, among other things, cover the Sacramento Republic, reported a rumor that Sting, yes, that Sting, the Scorpions mascot, of course, is involved in investing in the San Francisco NASL expansion bid. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's think. They'd only play on fields of gold. <laughs> they only would. 
Um, it would be a brand new day for the NASL as they have that West Coast. Yep, team. and then um, their their marking tactics in the box on corner kicks would be that they don't stand so close to me. Right, and, and of course they would uh, look to sign someone like John Rooney, who's been an Englishman in New York, because mm-hmm. that would be a great signing. Fool all the like Euro stubs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why? Why Sting? I didn't know he was a soccer okay, guy. Okay, someone on Reddit pointed out quite rightly that it was exactly 12 months ago that we found out Kim Kardashian was definitely bidding on the NASL uh, from uh, LA Expansion. So, uh... yeah. So, so soon we're going to hear, of course, that uh, Kanye, Kim Kardashian, Rob Schneider, Adam Sandler, and Kirby Puckett are all involved in the can San just, Francisco Expansion bid. Can I just... This is the most publicity that Rob Schneider has gotten in four years. <laughs> that least. was so funny, right? That was so weird. Somebody yeah. would be like, oh yeah, he's a huge fan of this team, but he's wearing this jersey in this picture. Like, it all over the place. Yeah, Rob Schneider showed up with Adam Sandler in a T-Grey jersey to both legs of the Liga MX final. It's I, just like, that's the most random thing I've ever seen. Of in my course, life. they're League IMAX fans because MLS fans won't let them near because they've seen their movies. Uh, hey, man. This know. Bigelow had a niche appeal. So, <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> finally, and this we left this to the end because last time it was all like Minnesota front heavy. Now we're going to leave the Minnesota end or news right to the end. Mm-hmm. Northern Pitch reported that Minnesota United have signed Eddie's Lance Lang. We've referenced it a couple of times this episode. Minnesota United, right before we came on there, sent out a tweet saying uh, they're going to announce a player tomorrow morning. Um, if you put two and two together, it might equal eight. We don't it might. know. Who knows? Uh, who knows? So, so Lance Lang. What do you think? I don't know, man. It's like, oh, uh, you know, we signed a lot. I'm... More moon, dude. We signed one of the best mids in the league. This is awesome. <laughs> How do you start this team, though? Like, what's your eleven now? Like on the attack, assuming that works out, because you've got. I'm not saying I don't like it. Obviously, I do. I mean, there's there's no reason not to be excited about getting Lance Lang. If you are anything but happy with this signing, like you are insane. I'm just thinking that it's going to be a major headache getting your lineups because you have Christian and Pino. Uh-huh. And neither of them are necessarily like pure, tall, bruiser, target forwards. Mm-hmm. And so there's a chance one of those will be in. Maybe it'll be Pablo. Maybe it'll be someone else. Okay. So you have that. And then you have Lance Lang on the left. That's a gimme. You could maybe throw Pino on the right wing. Maybe if you wanted to mm-mm, try mm-mm, it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, and, but then you have Khalif Al-Hassan, who mm-hmm. could also maybe go there. And you have Ibsen, who's better in attack than defense by a long shot. True. That's a that's a lot of bodies, and that doesn't get to the defense, which led in a lot of goals last year. Yeah, but this is this is how you spur them to do better. It's because there's real freaking competition now. This is also how you win the goddamn Open Cup and not go out to St. Louis. And then, yeah, promptly lose in St. Louis. Fair enough. Exactly. Hopefully, right? I, I think Lang starts. There is no way nope. that Lang doesn't yeah. start. I mean, we have we tried Iago there, we tried Vela there. The question is how Pino and Ramirez. Lineup. That's the big one for mm-hmm. me. It's true. Our right wing spot is kind of up for grabs. Daniel Mendez is getting quite old, mm-hmm. but Pino was no good as a winger last year, right? Or in twenty fifteen, I should say. He was just the few times that he was pushed out of his natural position up front, he looked like crap. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when he was getting service from a guy like PC, which I think Ibsen can do the same as well, very much, he'll do quite well. The question for me becomes where guys like Khalif, guys like Jordan, 
where'd they go See, in this setup? Jordan is versatile enough where when he'd have to sit back as like more of a defensive mid, he did it with relish and he did pretty well with that. Khalif is someone who, from what I saw last year, needed to start to get into a rhythm. The times he would come on in the 65th, 70th minute didn't look so good. You know, it took a while for him to find his rhythm, and by the time the whistle blew, he was just finally getting there. That said, I mean, his best spot was on the left. Do you maybe take a complete tactical gamble and put Jordan as a center back? Their most consistent center back last year, or left center back, I should clarify. Tiago was their most consistent center back, but their other one was Aaron Pitchcolin, who's a midfielder. So, I mean... Who is getting up there? He is getting up there. That, and that's and the he hard was part. not, even in 2015, he was not as good as he was in 2014. Right. I will say. Like, I mean, there was a noticeable kind of slide. I, I hate to say it, but I mean, it was, it's just the truth. Both of both of the, or both center backs right now would be. Greg Jordan's what, six feet tall? I forget, I but he has played center back, by the way. He used to be a center back for Harrisburg, for example. I mean, you've got to try it then, if that's yeah. the case. I think that there's a lot of good that he brings being in the midfield. And pushing forward, True. and is I like him very much. A very consistent passer, but yeah, I suppose. I mean, if they're, <laughs> I'm hoping that their third signing they announce is a defender. I'll put it that way. True. Well, I think we, we've spent enough time talking about Minnesota United uh, for the moment. We'll see what happens tomorrow. It's probably going to be Minnesota United signs. Um, oh, I don't know. Carlos Puglio. Surprise. I was going to say Stefan Deru. Uh, oh, someone yeah. asked, asked on Twitter, like, what's the most boring signing Minnesota United could announce? And someone said Stefan Deru. <laughs> Which I thought was right. kind of mean, because the guy was like San Antonio legend and all that anyway. Yes. All right. Well, well, let's 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 cut the podcast right here. We are currently just shy of 40 minutes, which I like. Um, any, any parting remarks? Uh, happy holidays to whatever you believe in. Oh, yeah. We have to be thankful, right? This is the holiday where that happens. Oh, that was Thanksgiving. We missed that. Uh, we weren't very <laughs> thankful then. Yeah, no. Merry everything. How's yeah. that? No, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. Yeah, no. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. You can three. follow Toughcast and two United fans who make it at TWO United Fans. You can also subscribe on our Stitcher feed. Wait to subscribe to our iTunes feed. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud. We're in all the most popular networks that all your friends are talking about. All, all right. the cool people. This is Jeff. This is Notch. Good night, everybody. Yeah.